Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nights Live, where your hosts, Alistair Cross and Tamara Thorne. Thank you for joining us. Uh, first things first, very briefly, in honor of tonight's guest, we would like to tell you a little about Darling Girls, the vampiric Thorne and Cross collaboration in which the famed ones of Tamara's classic Candle Bay and the vampires of my Crimson Cove series team up for a road trip to the eerie little town of eternity to attend the Biting Man Festival. They end up bumping into hillbilly bloodsuckers, an undead rock band, Elvis Presley himself, and the most reprehensible vampire slayer you'll ever meet. We promise you that. Oh, Neil is something, isn't he? Um, he sure in is. Darling, <laughs> yes. In Darling Girls, our undead worlds collide in an explosion of glistening fangs, bad blood, uncontrollable lust, and twisted history. But... First, in Kendall Bay, you meet Natasha Darling. She and her family run a hotel just two hours down the coast from Crimson Cove, where her one-time lover, Michael Ward, runs his own family business, Vampiric Health Spa, Eudaimonia. And that leads us to uh, Alistair's Vampires of Crimson Cove series, where there are more walking undead than you can shake a flask of holy water at. In this series, the Eudaimonians go up against an ancient evil named Gretchen Van Treek, a beautiful petite blonde with the giggle of a little girl and the kind of bloodlust that makes Elizabeth Bathory look like a Girl Scout. She's particularly thirsty for the blood of the handsome Coulter brothers, Brooks and Cade, and will stop at nothing to make them her own. The series begins with the Crimson Corset, is followed by the Silver Dagger, and book three, The Black Wasp, will be out this winter. All right. Again, this is Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. You can learn more about what we do at our website, alistaircross.com and tamarthorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thornandcross.wordpress.com, or if you tweet, our handles are at crossalister and at tamarthorn. You can visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook, or you can find us on Instagram at, at thornandcross or at official underscore alistaircross. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at authorsontheair.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air. All right, and on the topic of vampires, we are always happy when tonight's guest releases a new book, and we're especially happy when she comes on to tell us about it. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Laurel K. Hamilton is one of the authors I discovered in the very early days of my own writing. It's an honor to know her. Uh, just in case you didn't know, Laurel is the author of two. You're breaking it up really badly, Alistair. I'll finish reading this. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Suddenly happened. Laurel is the number one New York Times best-selling author of, the, of two series that mix mystery, fantasy, magic, horror, and romance. Her Anita Blake Vampire Hunter novels begin with guilty pleasures and continues with Sucker Punch. I think this is the 27th book. There are more than six it million is. copies. It, it is. Congratulations. Um, there are more yeah, than six million good. copies of Anita in print worldwide in 16 languages. Hamilton's other series features Faye Princess and private investigator Mary Gentry, and there are several novels ex- exceeding 1 million copies in print. She lives in St. Louis County, Missouri, with her husband, Jonathan Green. All right. Welcome. 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 Oh. Laurel. Well, <laughs> well, thank you, Tamara, for having me and Alistair back on the yeah. – uh, great to be back. Yes. On the show? Yes. Oh, we're great. Happy to have yes. you. I th- you sound fine now, Alistair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just let me know if, if I start if I start breaking up, just somebody start talking over me because I can't tell and I don't know what makes it happen. It it's been really good for a long time, so naturally it's not going to be good. Um, of course. Okay. So, uh, book number twenty-seven in the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter series. That is incredible. Um, it when is. I talk about that, Thank it you. really is. When I think about that, how have you managed to write? And that's not the only thing that you have going on. That's what's crazy. So, okay. So <laughs> first of all, I guess, yeah. There's okay. So first of all, tell us um, what you can about Sucker Punch. Um, well, uh, starts in the first chapter, so that I'm not giving anything away when I say that. Um, Anita is, is a U.S. Marshal for the Preternatural Branch. She's called in to consult with another more junior marshal on a case where uh, normally it would be a cut-and-dried case for them. He has a warrant of execution. They found a lycanthrop by a horribly killed body. He's the only lycanthrop within like 50 miles. Um, it, but the marshal says it just doesn't feel right, and he's afraid that uh, if he executes him and then finds out later that he was framed for the murder, he doesn't want to kill an innocent man. So he's asked Anita to come in an emergency run on progressively smaller planes, and she hates to fly, is very phobic, so that was fun, um, to come in and consult. <laughs> and for once, instead of, instead of having to hunt down the monster, the monster's peacefully waiting in jail to see if they can prove him innocent, so she's there to save a life instead of take one, which is oh, wow. very that's, different. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, and what can you can you can you tell us about what inspired it? Did you where the idea come, came from? Well, I've I've done tons of police research and over the years, and uh, I've been honored with uh, police officers and people who are. Uh, you know, former military giving me all this great information as I've interviewed them for different things. But one thing I never have gotten to use much is regular police work. Anita, Anita's job is so different from anything we have in our world that uh, she doesn't usually get to look for clues much, and she doesn't worry about search warrants. She has a warrant of execution. It kind of trumps everything. So right. <laughs> I thought, well, well, how about if I use some of the stuff that I actually know that I never get to try on stage 
and and try Anita out in a circumstance where she has to act more like a regular cop. And mm-hmm. it was really fun and frustrating for her. Because, um, <laughs> you know, she's, she's never been a regular cop. She, she was a civilian, quote unquote, before she was asked to be a vampire executioner and consult with the police. And then they grandfathered mm-hmm. some of the executioners in as U.S. Marshals. But she's never worn a uniform. She's never been military. She's never been a real, you know, a regular cop. So she's never had to play by those rules. And there's one scene where they're searching a room, and they do have a search warrant. And she opens the door, and there's a weapon. And she, she starts to touch it. And then she goes, can I touch this? If it's not in plain sight, right. does our warrant cover it? I, I don't know. And she asks another police officer <laughs> who has been a regular cop, who's, who's, and she goes, can we touch this? Or will this ruin the chain of evidence if we actually do a trial? I, I don't know. And it was very interesting to have her, to, to have us both explore on paper how much of regular police work Anita never really does. Because right. she goes in, because somebody, there are bodies on the ground, there is a monster killing people. She usually, you know, she has a warrant of execution, she goes in, she kills the monsters. And mm-hmm. she rides back, rides out of town and, and after restoring law and order kind of thing. This was much more right. typical of what would really happen. And uh-huh. it was very interesting and frustrating. I bet it was frustrating for you, too. How did you, uh, <laughs> did you have to do a lot of uh, um, hands-on type research for this one? No, I had a lot of the research. Uh, I double-checked things on search warrants and some of the other de- details with, uh, with uh, p- uh, people I know that were former police officers and just made sure that I hadn't misremembered or hadn't taken the bad notes. I mean, I always over-research, and I over-research uh-huh. pretty much for every book. So I've got all this stuff, all this research for right. years that I've never gotten to use. And I, but I did double check and make sure it hadn't changed in the intervening time that this is still how this worked. And uh, so right. other than double checking, I, I didn't have to. And I had uh, first gone up to the Michigan Upper Peninsula, which where this is set in college and fallen in love with it up there. I've, I've never gotten to really go back and spend any kind of decent time again, but I mean, right. it, it just really is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, and, nice. yeah. And, yeah. And, and, of course, it's me, so it's a beautiful place, so I have to put murder and mayhem and violence there. That's just oh, well, what Of I course, do. of course. That's, that's, what, <laughs> that's the good part. That, that is exactly, <laughs> that, is, that is why we, that's why we love you. When I, when I mm-hmm. uh, first started reading your books, that's what really, really did it for me. I mean, I know yeah. that there's uh, a lot of different ways that one could categorize your books, but for me, they're horror and I love horror. So, so you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, it's interesting because I, uh, one of the reasons that the first book, um, Guilty Pleasures was rejected over 200 times uh, was the fact that nobody knew what to do with it because paranormal didn't exist. And, and horror, but one of the fun things was, was like editors of horror places would recommend it to, to this editor to fantasy. I think mm-hmm. it's fantasy. The fantasy thought it was science fiction. Yeah. And, you know, even the uh, mystery went, no, yeah. I think it's horror. And 
uh, <laughs> now mixed genre, mixing together a, a lot of genres is just considered uh-huh. normal. Yeah, but thank heaven. It's very, yeah. but most people, but it's been interesting. Mo- most people do not, when they talk to me, they don't consider my books horror. And it, I'm going, okay, why? Well, yeah. because yeah. I, they, they yeah. never have a good answer. But, but it's, uh, and the other thing I'm even less is most people don't consider them, don't think of them as mysteries first. Huh. Which is interesting because because almost almost without exception or maybe without exception, all of them are mysteries. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, it's a simple matter of it's not just it's not just uh, blood and 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 violence. Um, that's definitely part of it. But the thing is, is the reason why to me, I, I you'll always be horror is because I don't think I know of any other writer or creator uh, who has a more vivid and imaginative um, ideas about how to kill people. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't make you, if that doesn't make you horror, I don't know what does. I mean, you've done Mm -hmm. things that I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. High praise. You're yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I uh, think of creatures like vampires, werewolves, and all that as horror genre, sure. basically. But then you add police, you know, thriller, mystery. Horror is something that is it's within every genre in one way or another. And so it's really hard right. to decide. Yeah. I'm just glad uh, they mix I really, them up. I, I, can't take, I can't take all the credit for... Uh, you know, all the, the gruesome ways I kill people in my books because I've researched <laughs> real crime. And anything right. that is done in my books without my magic system is a real crime. Oh, right. Because somebody else has already right. done it to another human being. Uh, so that should scare you more than any fiction I write. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. And that's, yeah. and that's why it's horror, you know, truly. Um, you, you, uh, so there's definitely there's definitely a, an an undertone and a current of horror no matter you know what you want to call it there's definitely a good deal of horror oh, in yeah. what you do so I'm curious what scares you like movie book what it doesn't it you know or real life I mean what 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 yeah. kind of creeps you out um I have to say the true crime research uh, into mm-hmm. what real people do to real people and interviewing police officers over the years, uh, my fellow human beings are much scarier than I had wanted to know. Uh, so yeah. I'm much less trust, trusting of, of my fellow human beings than I used to be. And um, uh, what scares me? Um, I'm phobic of water because I've almost drowned four times. Oh, um, oh my and gosh. I had a diving. I had a I had a diving accident. I was taking diving to get over my fear of water, and then I had my diving uh, accident, and I acquired oh claustrophobia on top of my fear of water. I, uh. just went back, I just went back, and uh, even though I got my advanced open water certific- certification, I just went back in for the first time diving this last, last year um, after, after almost 30 years. I... I oh, hadn't wow. realized how much it had traumatized me. And I'm still scared, scared utterly and completely. Every time I put, put in the regulator, every time I go into the water, 
I'm terrified. Um, but uh, one of the reasons I wanted to die was so I could see the ocean and see all the beautiful things under there, and that's still true. So my husband, right. uh, who's also phobic of water, he got his certification, and he says, I want you to come diving with me, and so I did. And, um, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, we went diving for the first time together. I got back in the water for the first time on our anniversary two years ago. And, um, oh, and I, was so ter- yeah. I was so terrified that, that I, my breathing, I couldn't regulate my breathing. So I kept uh. overinflating and then underinflating my lungs. So I was like a, a, a bobbing toy. I was up to the top, <laughs> down, up to down. And, and when we finally got out of the water, and he was so excited, and he was so thrilled, you know, it was our, you know and I, 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 said, I said, yes, uh, yes, it, 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 I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed our anniversary. I said, can we please sure, next sure. year do something that didn't once almost kill me? <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh. so, so <laughs> I'm, I can't, I can't seem to shake the fear. I can't seem to shake it. Um, uh, after, after the accident, I, I'm, I'm diving again, but I'm absolutely petrified every time I go uh, under. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I think that's about the best you can hope for. They always say, oh, you know, if you face your fears, that's the only way to get over them. Yeah, well, the things that I'm afraid of, no matter how many times I do it, it's still scary. So I don't believe that for yeah. a second. <laughs> no, you shut the actually, door, lock it, and a- look away. <laughs> Actually, yep. actually, I did research. I did research on on this, and if it is a phobia that is like uh, shared w- from a family thing, and it's not a traumatic event that's yours. Like my grandmother was absolutely terrified of snakes, and had me terrified to the point if I saw a snake on TV, I'd get nauseous. So I thought uh-huh. this was ridiculous. Yeah. So I I ended up having snakes some years ago and getting over my fear of them, and especially I have a degree in biology, and I didn't want to be afraid of any animal. So, but that wasn't right. the trauma. Nothing bad happened to me. So I got over that. I was able to do therapy, you know, work on the therapeutically and get over it. I'm not afraid of snakes anymore. But if a trauma happened, if you have had a accident or some traumatic event is tied to it, uh, regular therapy for phobias does not work. Yeah, fascinating. I imagine it would. It, yeah. It does not work. It only works on phobias that have no real life ca- uh, causation. That makes That's perfect sense. Really I believe that. Yeah. I really, yeah. And, you know, I got to say, I, I really uh, admire the fact that you say that you're the kind of person who says, look, you know, I'm afraid of this. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do this and try to, you know, confront mm-hmm. that at least. That's really, that's oh, actually yeah. really rare. It, it's it incredibly is. rare that people do that. And I, and I got to say, I see the same kind of thing in Anita Blake. And I think that that is very possibly one of the, uh, main things that really uh, a, a lot of people probably like about her. That certainly is for me because yeah. that's such an admirable thing and it is rare. Um, do you, do you, uh, do you, go ahead. Did you ask, Alistair, did you ask the question? Yeah, did I was just, it? I was just wondering if you, if you did that on purpose, if you made her uh, the kind of person who confronts her fears on purpose or if it's just something that, you don't realize you're doing. Um, it was something I didn't know I was doing because uh, people would ask, well, why did you make her so strong? And I didn't know there was an option. I, I, uh-huh. I, I did not, re- uh, being raised uh, where I was in my family and, and everything, um, if you weren't strong, you were a victim. And I, there are only two options. 
there, there, wow. there is to be strong and protect yourself and be able to man, man your, you know, barricades, or there is to be a victim. And I didn't know there was other options in between those two until I got, until actually, until actually I wrote the Anita series and people began to ask me that question. Well, why did you make her so strong? I didn't know there was an option. I thought right. that's just reality. Yeah. So, um, uh, it, it, I, I, so I did not realize it has taken me decades to realize how, how unusual it is to confront your fears. Most people run away. I hate to be afraid of things. Absolutely detest it. Right. And yeah, right. Um, so, so if I, you know, on my writing, as I would come up as a writer, I would look and go, what am I bad at? Uh, at one point, mm-hmm. I I couldn't do, didn't do, do good dialogue. So what did I do? I decided I would do something that is really hard boiled detective fiction, which is all clever repartee, and get yeah. better at dialogue. Right. Um, I couldn't write a decent kiss on stage, so you know I'm going to get better at that. I may have overcompensated on that one. Um, so <laughs> in my writing, I would confront my weaknesses and everything mm-hmm. and go at it, but I. I do that in my real life, and I did not know until I don't know. I think I think I really kept expecting until about ten years ago that other people did this too. That there was more common than I thought, and it's not. Right. Um, it's not. No, and, it's not. No. Um, but for me, I find that in my life, almost everything of value, everything that makes me happy, productive, uh, fulfilled, has all come. Uh, by confronting, by confronting something that I'm afraid of, going outside my comfort zone, um, my my happiness. If I had stayed within my comfort zone on things, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be the writer I am. I wouldn't be as successful. I wouldn't have uh, my wonderful husband. I wouldn't, you know, I I wouldn't have so much uh, in my life that is good if I hadn't been willing to confront what made me uncomfortable or frightened me. Uh, because right. um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of flying. I, I was on, yeah, I've been on two planes. Uh, I've been on two planes that almost, one that almost went down, another one that caught on fire. Uh, and so I'm afraid of Lord. flying. But yeah. like, if I didn't fly, I wouldn't have been able to see everybody across the country under normal circumstances. I wouldn't have been able to meet all the people I did and travel to, you know, travel to beautiful locations that, you know, it's, it's yeah. it, fear, fear narrows your world. And so I've spent my lifetime going, well, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And uh, exactly. if the answer is, if the answer is just a little rejection, ah, bring it on. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, you know, but, but I understand now that for most people, it isn't the rejection. It isn't the rejection for some people. It is the fact that if they try their great dream and it fails, then that great dream is gone. To how yeah. I look at things is if that fails, then I, then I move on to something else. Then I know that doesn't right. work, so I'll do something else. It, I, you know, it was the same principle as dating. You ask the person right. out, right. they don't want to go with you. You know they don't want to be with you. That's fine. There's, go ask mm-hmm. somebody else out. That's my theory. Right. You know, that's how I treat yeah. everything. So um, yeah. now, uh, now diving, diving, one of the reasons the diving is still scary is because what is the option? What is the worst that could happen? I could die. 
I just yeah, can't get right. past that. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's a little different than being rejected by the fish. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a likely thing, but you know, there, I could be overly not rejected by a shark. You know, there's always, yeah, right. He'll go. But I like it. <laughs> what would you do if for some inexplicable reason, it doesn't matter why, it's it's not important. It's just this is just a hypothetical question. What if all of a sudden, as of this moment, you you were done writing? There was no more writing. That that was the end of the line. What would you do next? That's a hard one. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know the answer to that either. Actually, <laughs> actually, 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 not as hard as it might have been a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably get some kind of farm or ranch, depending on what part of the country you are, depending on what you call. And mm-hmm. I would probably do uh, rescue. And I would also do uh, some of the heritage breeds, some of the heritage uh-huh. breeds, oh, livestock nice. and everything that are dying out, and um, some of the heritage, like seed savers and things like that. And I would have a place where some of the things that we are losing, we're not just losing our wildlife, we're also losing some of our domestic animals that we mm-hmm. bred and we created. And, you know, some of them are far superior to the modern ones, but modern farming, factory farming, you know, you want to breed them as fast as possible, but they breed, they produce. I could go on. I, I will talk yeah. about this for a while. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I've actually, I, I, I had, I had actually thought about that, um, and I'm a bio, I'm a non-practicing biologist, so mm-hmm. animals are uh, you know animals are very important to me, and I would probably I would probably get some place with some land, and uh, I would probably do you know save some of the, save some of the domestic things that are going, um, and at one point I thought I would get some land and you know. Uh, get get enough land out west for wild mustangs. Uh, oh, oh wow, it. nice. But that would be um, cool. I don't. But I yeah. don't ride well enough. I do not ride well yeah. enough to be able to round them up once a year for the bet. I'm <laughs> right, just not that right. good with horses. So you know, I thought you know I'll take something smaller, maybe heritage breed turkeys. You know, I'll do something smaller. Right, right. <laughs> um, oh. Or you'd be a turkey yeah. farmer. That's... <laughs> no, 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 just, no, just, a, just enough to keep, just enough to keep the, so that the breeds don't die out. Yeah. And, right, uh, right. and also to do rescues for some of the, like have a yard horse that's one of the bigger horses, like um, the big draft horses. Uh, most mm-hmm. people don't oh, understand yeah, yeah. that, you know, uh, yeah. Well, okay, here's an example. Uh, you know, yeah, you want to save everybody, and, and circuses are, everybody's going, oh, circuses, elephants, how horrible. Well, some of them are, mm-hmm. but some of them are treated as well as they can be in the circumstances. Right. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. What happened to the elephants when the circus could no longer be allowed to keep them legally? And yeah, they, know, right? you know, there are very, very, very few elephant rescues. Because they are such big animals, they take a very special right. arrangement. Most red mm-hmm. horse rescues won't even take a draft horse. They don't have stalls right. for them. Wow. Well, what happens? What happens to animals that have no place to go and no longer have a job? And right. if you ask yeah. an animal rights activist, they, they, never, they never think that next step. 
And yeah. I don't know, it's a, it's a much more complex problem, much more complex problem than the sound bites you get most of the time. And right. I think true, that because, the, yeah, it's, there's, yeah. And I think that the, the, and I think that the internet is making us more and more so that we all talk like it's the elevator speech for a movie. Mm-hmm. So right. you have that one line that sums it all up and sounds really snappy and gets people emotionally involved, but it solves nothing, yeah. explains nothing, yeah. and it just sounds good. And right. and I want some. I want some. And if you research most stuff, it's so much harder than everybody makes it sound. And right. I, no, I, I don't know. It's true. It's, it's, it's a bug. It, it's it's a serious bugaboo of mine. Um, well, and that's one. That's one major. Uh, that's one major advantage. I think that uh, people who have jobs like ours, um, that's an advantage because you do have to research these things. You do have to look at things inside and out and take it to the next. Mm-hmm. You have to ask those questions. You don't have the luxury yeah. of just saying, "Oh, it's it, this is black. This is white. This is no." There's a lot more to it, and I think that is a very mind-broadening, and I think that uh, we're very uh, lucky to be able to do what we do for that reason, if only for that reason, Yeah. especially in this, I, this climate. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Being able to do research for yourself and being able to chase down a fact, and it's amazing how many things are not facts. They are references yeah. to somebody else's opinion piece, and if you chase it all the way back, right. sometimes yeah. there's no science behind it at all. And, right. and, and I, I, I don't know, uh, a lot of people are very lazy researchers. Um, oh, yeah. Right. It, it, and um, I, I don't know, people don't think it through. And, and, and that goes all the way back to what do you, what do you want? For, for Anita, what, what do you want out of life? What do you want? Now, having said that, it's not like I plan everything that I write. I plan certain things, uh-huh. but I'm so often wrong. My characters have better ideas than I do, and it's, and and mm-hmm. if my character is alive enough to argue with me, that's magic, and I don't oh, try yeah. to I don't try to to hamstring that. I no. right. let them right. run. I mean, certainly this is not what I thought Anita's life would be like. Twenty seven books in. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> um, it's, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Being able to watch her evolve has been. I mean, as a reader, as a reader, it's been, it's just been incredible. Uh, She she still continues to evolve. And that's, that's fascinating Mm -hmm. because you would think just off the top of your head, 27 books, what else is there to talk about? But you managed to find ways and to keep it interesting. Um, I wonder, do you have uh, any characters that you really have had a really hard time with that you just wish that, I don't know, maybe had never come into existence? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. No. No, I don't have anything like that. Um, in fact, a few nice. characters that I've killed off uh, in the series I've missed or regretted, or at least most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I go, they had more story, and I wish I'd gotten to explore yeah. that. So, how, so no. How many, how many of these ca- the characters mm-hmm. that have died did so even though you didn't want them to? They insisted they had to die. It's not so much that it's just that they had to die. It's just that somebody had to die, and it's okay. There was one that I didn't see coming. No, it's about half and half. It's about half and oh, half. Yeah. And there's a couple. Uh-huh. There, there's uh, the first. The the first major loss that Anita had was in Guilty Pleasures, and it's 27 uh-huh. books in. Can I spoil it? Uh, I mean, is it a sure. spoiler? I think so. Yeah. 
I think so. Go ahead. <laughs> We're okay if you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did not. I did not know in the first book that Philip was going to die until like two sentences before Anita and I saw him, and that uh, was devastating. That um, explains why I didn't and, see it coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it 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 was devastating, and and she is she still is not recovered. And as a character, she she kind of like didn't. She says, "This is dirty pool. I'm not happy with this." So, um, I promised her that if anybody meant something to her, I wouldn't kill them off. Little did I know that meant she would like everybody. Um, <laughs> that was her way of getting around it. Uh, and now we're kind of working our way through that. And um, I mean, uh, I. I can't, some of it would be spoilers, but some of the guards that we've lost that even weren't major yeah. characters, I know there was more story there and I wish we'd gotten to explore it. Um, right. And then other characters that I brought in, I thought I was going to kill off within a book or two. I didn't even know they'd make it out the first book. They're still here. What's with that? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. That, have that. You know it's interesting yeah. though. You have to, you have to let that happen. I, you know, when we were in the beginning, we were talking about the, the, the Darling Girls and the Crimson Cove series, and mm-hmm. uh, Tamara, you mentioned Gretchen Van Treese. You know, she is still, I'm three books in, and she's yeah. still driving the, the, the plot in the beginning. Even when she's she a was, minor character. She was, yeah. She was. She was going to die, and she was just to people. Okay, like Alex, Alex, you're breaking <laughs> up on yeah, my end. You're breaking up. Yeah, he's saying okay, Gretchen right. was going to die. Yeah, there you are. Okay. Well, Gretchen was going to die, and she sort of did, but... She just keeps coming yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I have some characters like that too. It's like I really thought, you know. And then I have other characters that every time they're on stage, something bad happens to them, and so I've decided they shouldn't be on stage as much. And then I miss them, but I don't want the great bad thing to happen because every time they come on stage, something bad happens mm-hmm. to them. Um, do you ever write a, right. a really minor? Do you ever write a really minor character and then have them take over? We. We have one doing that right now in one of our books. Oh, Brian O'Brien. Oh, yeah. I think I think everybody does. <laughs> yeah. I think that if you're if you write for any length of time and you're not one of those people that like uh, outlines for into the minutia, <laughs> it's yeah. almost impossible not to have that happen. Yeah, um, I love right. it. <laughs> and and I mean, uh, I don't. I, I'm trying not to give spoilers since Sucker Punch mm-hmm. is not officially out yet. Um, though some people have gotten it early, it's, it's, it's because distribution was supposed to be very slow. I think some people sent it out early and people have already gotten it. Some people, and some people are getting it late. It's just kind of all over the board. Um, yeah. So the, the one major, the one minor character that seems to have uh, burgeoned and not died I, if I say anything at this point, it, it, it's going to be a spoiler. Um, mm-hmm. You probably know who Better I'm talking not. about. Yeah, <laughs> have an idea. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, yes, definitely. Some characters you think they're a one-off, and then they keep coming back, and then some characters are interesting enough mm-hmm. that you sure they'll come back, and then they don't. And yeah. it's just mm-hmm. this wonderful alchemy that that you have no control over. I mean, I had originally had uh, Jean-Claude was going to be definitely not going to be the person that, that Anita ended up with at all. Right. It was brought on right. to, to marry her. 
and you're sitting there going, and now here we are. Here we right. are. And, yeah. Okay, I don't know how, how not to do spoilers on this, um, but but that Anita is engaged, you know, and uh-huh. uh, and is it a spoiler to say who? I don't know. I don't think so. I I don't, you know, I don't think so. I think that most people are in the know. I think that this is probably, yeah. Well, actually, actually, I'm still getting new readers. I'm still getting new readers. I just, I just had a lady, like, today or yesterday, I was on, uh, I think, Twitter, and, and she just said that she had just had found one in the middle and just realized that was a series, and she mentioned a new book was coming out. She said, she's just now rereading, she's reading all through. So I still wow. get new people right. that have not we'll read see, the that series. Would be a spoiler. And, Makes sense. Yeah. And, and so it's really hard to know what to talk about. But, but 27 books in, it's so hard not to spoil some of it. I know, right? It's hard to talk about it <laughs> yeah. that way. Um, very hard. <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was very it, uh, it was very interesting taking Anita out of her comfort zone and having none of her entourage with her, none of the – the, ma- the major minor characters, most, most of them were left, left at home. And she's out doing probably the most pure U.S. Marshal stuff she's done on stage. It's, it's really very heavy on the police work. And um, nice. it was both fun and refreshing. Mm-hmm. And, but I missed, I missed some of the characters that, that we didn't get to see, too. Um, yeah, it's it's like yeah. you can't you can't see all your friends at once, or something. Exactly. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've got a hell of a lineup at this point. There's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> of characters, and it's and oh you do, my you god, attached to each one, and, it, and yeah, I don't even, yeah, it's crazy. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love I love all the characters, but um, but it, it's it's hard to do justice for them on stage, and I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually making notes for doing more of the small novels like Micah and Jason so that uh-huh. I can get more on-screen time that isn't part of the bigger mystery for some of the major minor characters or minor major characters, depending on which one. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as a yeah, really minor fun. character. Um, exactly. Right. And, uh, and some of the very minor characters are still some of the fan favorites, like Willie McCoy. He's, mm-hmm. he's right, been there right. since the very beginning, and he's so not like a vampire should be. He's so he's loud suits, and he's not that attractive, <laughs> and he's still a two-bit hustler kind of thing, even though he's managing right. a club now. And 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 he, and one of the reasons I keep him off stage is that he's not that powerful, and I don't want him to get hurt. You know, I have affection for Willie. <laughs> um, if you're not a big enough dog, playing around Anita is just dangerous. It's true. Uh, she it's true. she yeah. she she plays with some very very serious uh very very serious yeah. and violent people. Um, so and <laughs> so tell us, Sucker Punch comes out in a few days. Uh, when when uh, officially, officially August August fourth officially next Tuesday. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. go yep. get a copy. Um, where can people find out about you and the book and all your books? Where's the best place to go? Oh, uh, um, well, I have a, I have an official website, which is uh, laurelkhamilton.com. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, but I also am uh, – sorry, I, 
if you don't have all the little black backs, all the little odds and ends of the description, it won't get you there. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, yes, uh, right, on, right. <laughs> on, Inst- on, on Instagram, I am official underscore LK Hamilton on, on Instagram. And, okay. uh, right. and on Facebook, oh, come on. This should be easier. I think I'm just, I think just yeah. Laurel K. Hamilton. Yes. Yes. Huh. Yeah, it looks enough. like you're just Laurel. Yes. Yeah, yay, Laurel K. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not always yeah. that easy. Um, no, I know, right? I am, <laughs> and I am L.K. Hamilton on Twitter. So um, I know, right. I, the 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 main web page is you know you can get the books what order the books come in and it has the links to the social media and stuff um, but it's interesting because I've been looking at my web page and going what do I want it to do now because when I put it together web pages were were so much were pretty much it and social media hadn't right. really come into its own and now things have changed uh-huh. so much that oh, yeah. I'm trying to decide what do I want the web page to do? What do I want the web page to do that social media isn't doing? How can I, how is it, how is it different kind of thing? And mm-hmm, right. uh, like, and every platform is different. That's what's interesting. Right. You go yeah, on no, for different totally. things. And exhausting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I say, I, I am very, very particular what I look at. Um, I try mm-hmm. to stay off of news feeds and everything. I follow science. Um, a lot of scientists and things on uh, Twitter and uh, other writers, some. And then on Instagram, it's the pretty, pretty pictures. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, right. I just, <laughs> yeah. I had. And, and I also follow a lot of science and uh, tattoo artists. I have a serious thing for tattoos and um, in the middle of working on my first sleeve. So uh, I am, I, I, I just collect really good tattoo to it. So I've got way too many that I'm following at this point. And then Facebook, <laughs> Facebook is, you know, I, I'm going to run, I have so many ideas for tattoos that I will run out of body parts to tattoo before I get to the end at this point. And some places yeah. I'm not going to be willing to tattoo. Uh, yeah. I keep researching how painful certain areas are. And I'm oh, going, come on. No. <laughs> I, it is not worth it. <laughs> that's not fear. That's not fear. I know, right? That's pain. I'm sorry. That's pain. I'm sorry. I agree. My, yeah. Uh, I, my longest my longest tattoo session one session is nine and a half hours. I'm sorry. I proved my wow. job. Right. I'm good. Wow. Uh, but uh, but uh, you know some areas it is pain. Pain is very different from fear. Pain. If you know what your pain thresholds are, work mm-hmm. with them. You know, yeah, you right, can push right. yourself, but 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 research it. And uh, yeah. like I I'm, and also some of the places that are the most painful don't last. They'll wear away quicker. How how upset would I be? Go through a tremendous amount of pain, yeah, I and, know, then, right? and then it doesn't. Uh huh. It doesn't exactly. stick. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> but, but no. <laughs> and it's interesting because I, I, I have, I, you know, there's some uh, tattoos in the Mary series, but uh, for the most part, nobody, there are very few people with tattoos in my books. 
And it's interesting because right. I got my first tattoo in my four, in my 40s. So oh, when wow. I was creating Anita in her world, um, it just didn't occur to me. Anita right. still wouldn't get a tattoo. Anita yeah. still, like, yeah, I, going, I, I just don't see the point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we uh, are and, just and, about yeah. out of time. We are, um, yeah. I, uh, it is always. We've pushed it to the limit. As you, we have. <laughs> it's always, as you know, a pleasure to have you. And I'm I'm looking it forward is. to Sucker Punch. And I don't, uh, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not breaking up. I apologize for breaking up earlier. You're not. What's going on. Okay. It's hard good. To You're do. good. Um, yes. Okay, good. Uh, in the beginning, uh, one thing I was saying in the beginning that I think I started breaking up on was that um, I started reading you in the early days of my own writing. And uh, so you've been an influence and uh, it's an honor to know you. So, so keep oh, doing yeah. what Thank you're doing. You. No, I mean, it. I mean, it. Well, yeah, and, and I'm really, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that you're still going. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy that, I mean, you know, very few writers are blessed with the uh, long-running series, especially, you know, 27 books is almost unheard of. And then on top of that, I'm still, I'm still in love with my world. I still love Anita. And if I go too long without writing Anita, uh, like if I write, if I write, when I write a married book, I start missing Anita. And, and Mm -hmm. for those who will ask later, Yes, I will be doing another Mary book. I just, I'm making notes. Yay. I don't know when. Um, but right. I'm still, lo- I, and I am still exploring my world and finding new things because it's a great big world. And every right. book and every character leads to new and wonderful things. So I, yes, it is, a, it is wonderful that, that I'm still going strong and still enjoying myself while I'm doing it. That's the double trick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We are we are thrilled to have you anytime. Uh keep doing what you're doing so that we can have you back and uh I'm, it's great to hear that you're, you know, gonna be doing some Mary too eventually. And uh, <laughs> as you know, as as always, you're welcome anytime. Keep in touch. Yes, uh, you are. Thank you for being on. Thank you. You're, you're a pleasure. Yeah. Well, yes. you are. We love having you. You are. Yeah. We do. Well thank you very much. It it's always great being here. All right. Thank you. And thank you. Yes, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure and go get uh, Sucker Punch. It comes out August 4th in some places. And uh, it is <laughs> 27 in the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter series by Laurel K. Hamilton. And uh, uh, it's great. So I'm sure it is. So uh, until next week, we wish you haunted nights. And sweet screams. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 